football cards collecting and investing. Obviously, we have a lot to get to, including one card that is not surfaced. It's the only card I've ever really even wanted in my existence. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Some Justin Fields chatter as well. But Andy, our topic, we have been loving these general topics at the beginning of every episode. Are you only buying serial numbered cards? Serial number cards are a wonderful Carter. You know, you get that print run right on the card, whether it's the front or the back. You and I have talked about the differences too from an aesthetic standpoint of having the serial number on the front versus the back. I like it on the front as well. So it's po- you can see it from the thumbnail because a lot of, you know, what, what, um, what happens on eBay, if you're shopping on eBay, kind of going through those thumbnails with actually clicking into a listing, it's kind of like window shopping. So it is nice from outside the window of the store, you can see the serial number and it's like, ooh, it entices you to click into it. So I kind of, I think there's a, a small advantage to cards that have that serial number on the front. Yeah, so just in general, comment down below of this YouTube video if you're watching or listening to this on any podcast service, let us know, just answer that question to yourself. Are you only buying serial numbered cards? Now, a different discussion that we've talked about before on here, Andy, I wish every card was serial numbered. And I said that on an episode a few weeks ago, a few people ironically did flip out about that, which is kind of strange to me. That obviously would make it better for you. So you can, once again, know the actual print run. For me, Andy, the answer is yes. I am mostly only buying serial numbered cards. I think it does a lot for you. Uh, it protects you in many ways as well. Like I've seen the bait and switch with like field level silvers before where, you know, if you have a Justin Herbert field level silver rookie card, it's obviously a very valuable card. You sell it to somebody, they could, you know, say, look, this isn't the card that I ordered and they'll send you a different one back in worse condition. If the card was serial numbered, it is harder to do that. So for me, it does make the card more unique, Andy, and it also, you know, just adds something extra to the card. Yeah, I think it opens up a lot more possibilities as well. I'm I'm more apt to buy a rookie card of a player in like Donruss Elite, for example, that's got a serial number, even if it's at a $299 or $499, just because I know, okay, at least there's not five to ten thousand of these. So to where this card's just gonna keep popping up endlessly at you know a couple dollars, like there is a chance that this supply could be depleted fairly quickly, and therefore the price can go up fairly significantly. So I do it opens up the possibilities. Like I don't have to have a prism silver, I can have you know a, a card from a lesser known set, but as long as it's serial number, that adds a nice little boost to the value of that. Yeah, so for me, it's not the be-all, end-all. It's not. Like, I think there are some cards that don't have a serial number, including the one I'm going to talk about a little bit later on today's episode. But, you know, for me, I, I do think it is something that I like to have on a card. And obviously that gets into the debate about, you know, vintage cards didn't really have serial number uh, cards back in the day. But as time moved on in the 90s in particular, you saw more cards become serial numbered, and they're just cool. I just love that aspect of the card. And like you said, Andy, I like it on the front. Like I, I like one of one being on the front. I like just any serial numbered always being on the front, and I always like it to be where it's like if it's a vertical card, I want the serial numbered to be able to be read vertically. Sometimes, as you know, Andy, they print it to the side of the card and it's not like it's perpendicular to the direction of the card. So, um, you know, beggars can't be choosers sometimes, but for me, if you get a card that is serial numbered on the front and it's read along with the card, uh, I, I think it just makes it that much better. Do you have a favorite serial, like a specific number in a serial numbered? Uh, well, what do you mean by that? I'm curious. Uh, so do you, uh, like a lot of people I talk to, they would much rather have the first card out of the ah. serial number um, sequence or the jersey number match, for example. It's a lot of times has like a value boost to it. Some people are like, no, I want number 13 or number uh, number seven is my favorite. So I'm curious if you have a preferred number that you, you kind of got to have. So, you know, what's funny about this, Andy, is growing up, I was a big jersey number snob. 
Like I just memorized jersey numbers. That was always my favorite thing, more than even the stats. Right? I always knew Chris Carter was number eighty, and number eighty has always kind of been my favorite football number. Jerry Rice. I just find it such a unique number in football, and I hate it now, Andy. Every receiver now has to have the single digit or the number, the the lower number. I that's part of the reason why I like T. Higgins. He wears that Chad Johnson number eighty five, but. I am a jersey number match guy. Like if I see a Joe number, uh, Joe number, a Joe Burrow number, uh, serial number nine card. Oh man, that match, that number nine, that iconic number nine. So for me, Andy, I I do like the jersey number match. I know some people put the premium on it, and I'm not gonna lie, Andy. People will pay up to get the jersey number match. Yeah, what's interesting because we have. Uh, the jersey number change of thing available to players now and every yeah. year you're seeing these star players change their jersey numbers and I, it's because it, i caught a jalen hurts card for example the other day where the guy's like hey triple jersey number match it was a it was a two out of two nfl draft card he's in the eagles number two jersey which now right. he's in the number one jersey so i'm like is that a true jersey number match because yes he was wearing number two in the photo but now he's jersey number one so it's kind of like that debate between the, you know, can you claim that's a jersey number match just because he's got it on in the photo, uh, even though right now he's got a different number? And it's interesting, like, you know, all these NFT services out there, everything's serial numbered, right? And obviously the lower the serial number, the more attractive things will become. I always think, obviously, the first uh, is always going to be interesting or my favorite thing. This is my absolute favorite thing. If a card is like number 25 out of 25, people put eBay one of one. I love (laughs) that. I love it because uh, it's misleading, if you will. But fractionally, if you pass mathematics course, I went to LSU and graduated with a 2-3 GPA. We're not the best at math, okay? But I do know 25 out of 25 is technically one of one you get it andy huh? 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 Yeah. You, yeah you out of no you out of anyone i've ever met in this hobby misleading ebay titles is something that just drives you crazy huh? yeah because you could type in one of one and you'll pull up a lot of ebay one of ones <laughs> and there's a lot of interesting combinations and that could be represented as ebay one of ones technically you know serial numbers are associated with slab cards so you get a, a base downer slabbed up and it's got a PSA serial number with it. You know, I mean, there's a aspect of that. That's an eBay one of one, you know, there's not another card with the matching PSA serial number, but I, I personally, Carter, I like it when the serial numbers do match. There's something about that to my eye. Like if nah. it's 25 out of 25 or the rookie ticket auto stubs that are out of 88, I like that 88 out of 88. I think that would be a really cool card uh, to have in a collection. Yeah, I've noticed this. Like one of my favorite rookie ticket autos, and I'm not a fan of this player at all, right? But Josh Allen, like the stubbed Josh Allen rookie ticket auto, numbered to 17, is so cool. Like I, I, I just like it because 17 is such a random number. There's, it's, it's of the NFL legends. There's not many great 17s. Obviously, Philip Rivers, um, and, and a few others. Uh, Evan Ingram for you Jacksonville Jaguar fans or DJ Chark formerly wore that 17 jersey but it, it's it's interesting right because like I just find that car to be so beautiful and if you're looking at it uh, on on YouTube and and Jonathan Taylor the uh, his stub is numbered to to 28 I just love that yeah actually um, I, I I didn't write him up but Jonathan Taylor was one of my targets last week. Uh, for, you know, targets of the week just because, you know, he was the 1.1 draft pick coming into the season, Carter, and right. he's gone down so far in my hype index. And and the Colts, you know, permanently benched Matt Ryan, and now they've fired Frank Reich. And as of right now, they're one of the lowest uh, scoring teams in the NFL. They've got one of the most anemic offenses in the NFL. And that's kind of hard to do because there are some bad offenses in the NFL right now, but the Colts are at the lowest of the low point and uh, I was saying hey buy Jonathan Taylor but it, this ankle injury these guy looks like this may plague him for the rest of the season and it's kind of like one of those situations where maybe you snipe one now and stash it for next year at this point what I want is a Jeff Saturday card numbered to 63 
right? The 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 next great coach in the NFL, Jeff Saturday. Uh, but yeah, so let us know down below. Are you a serial numbered card guy? I always will be. Most of the cards you see back here are serial numbered. Um, and I I just love that aspect of the card. It just makes it that much more interesting. Um, now, look, it's once again, it's not the be all end all, but I, I will say it, it does add something extra to the card that I love. And I understand that this podcast has kind of gone very anti-base, uh, if you will. But it's just true, right? Different sport, but I traded a Zion Williamson Prism card that was raw um, and, and got a bunch of serial number cards in return, some of which were football. Um, it just it just adds something to it. So for me, I, I just I just love that. And some of those football cards weren't like really all that fancy, if you will, but it's just cool. Um, so now we move on. Andy, I've got something to say to you. I'm really freaking excited about the Justin Fields resurgence. And uh, I say resurgence. It's a surgence, right? This like the first people are starting to realize that this guy could be the absolute best. I know there's still some Trevor Lawrence guys out there. Maybe some people are crying because they're Mac Jones truthers and they're just holding on because they, they spent the money on what it was worth. But it is very interesting that, you know, after this past weekend, I mean, he lost a game, but – Man, he, he's just so freaking exciting, and we are starting to see people start to gravitate towards Justin Fields. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he's becoming that uh, flagship quarterback from the 2021 class, to be honest with you, Carter. Um, and, and look at the top 12 here graded football cards sold in the past 30 days. You've got Trevor Lawrence's base Donruss, but look, that's – on a downward trend right now of negative 13%, about $42, whereas the Justin Fields is right there behind it at a positive trend of almost 40%, almost $50 for his base Donruss PSA 10. It's got a pop of 1,320, 104 sales in the past month, and 38 of those were in the past week. So you can see that upward trend there. You can see how popular he's getting even on these base cards and you know, so that's the one thing. Like, if it doesn't have that serial number, it is a base card. Then the grade becomes important, and uh, that's like what we talk about with vintage cards. That's what people chase in vintage cards because there were no serial number cards. There's no differentiating factors there. It's all you know, grade chasing. And look how uh, popular these Justin Fields. 94 sales on his Prism PSA 10 in the past month with a population of 653. He's exciting, and once again, Chicago. We all know how important Chicago is. Obviously, you know, the National being there as many times as it's been there. Um, Chicago's never had a star quarterback. Yeah, they've had Jay Cutler. Yeah, they've had McMahon. Yeah, they've had whoever. But Chicago is such a big sports city. It's one of the best sports cities in the world, uh, quite honestly. And Justin Fields is a star. Like, there are a lot of things that this guy doesn't do well as a quarterback. He's not, you know, the most elite processor. He's not the most elite thrower. But the guy does have a high, and I mean high football IQ. This guy really puts in the work uh, to be great. And, man, he is exciting when he is running the football. So, man, I I, I love him. I, I flat out do. And this guy, I'm telling you, if you bought Justin Fields – uh, when I was telling you this offseason, Andy, there's, there's hundreds of episodes uh, that, that, that we've done. This guy's going to be the best quarterback in the class. It changes week to week, right? Trevor Lawrence very well could be. There's so many different players, you know, that could be. But Justin Fields looks like – I'll put it this way. It looks like Chicago is saying we are going to build around this guy for our future. Uh, absolutely. I, I think they I think they have to. I, I really love what they've done to adapt that more of a Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts style of offense and getting Justin Field. I mean, he made the, he made Miami defenders look silly on some of those runs. That 61 yard touchdown run he had on Sunday where he dusted like three Miami guys a, a ankles. I mean, that was that was so good. And look, what's interesting, I'm looking at the market intel here on our keep them app Carter. And uh, we're seeing a high um, through today 
or yesterday, 849 graded football card sales. And, and this is a high of going all the way back to September 12th. And look who is in second place here. This has been led by Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, and Tua Jalen Hurts all season. Uh, and even Josh Allen was on here, Patrick Mahomes, and they're still here. But look at this. Justin Fields has vaulted all the way up here, 141% week over week by now increase in his graded football cards 292 graded justin field cards sold in the past seven days and i expect this to continue to climb as now people are reflecting on what just happened and and guess who they play this upcoming week carter who's that the detroit freaking lions so it's just like a smash spot for fields who you know you wouldn't think the detroit lions had the worst defense in the nfl after after they beat uh aaron Rodgers and picked him off twice in the red zone but that's a whole nother story um justin fields has got a smash spot this upcoming week and there's going to be a ton of sales on justin fields cards throughout this week very volatile division obviously you know with minnesota just the the biggest separation amongst the division leader and everybody else so yeah it, it's it's so interesting to me, Andy, when, when you look at someone like him, right? And once again, the advanced stats don't love Justin Fields overall as a quarterback. I, If I were holding some, some rare Justin Fields stuff, I would list now. I would. But at the same time, I do think the Bears are, are looking at this and saying, we're, we're going to go get some weapons. I know they went and got Chase Claypool. He got a little bump. And this gets to the next topic here, Andy. I would list a lot of these wide receivers, right? Um, and most notably, I will say this as someone that has cashed in on this before, I would list my Odell Beckham Jr. cards right now. And this is going to be a common theme. Wide receivers, if they go to a new team, Andy, they get a spike like – really nothing you, you, you'll you really see in this hobby. Absolutely, Carter. A lot of times I see the biggest spike coming from the trade news or the signing news. And that's why during the free agency and draft time period, it's it's so lit because it's, it's all of that what could be, right? Um, and people a lot of times get more excited about what could be than the actual performance when it unfolds on the field. And Odell Beckham, man, you're you're spot on. I love that that call there. I think you could argue that this is maybe um, a perfect time to even look at him as a quick flip, Carter, if you don't have any exposure. But of course, if you've got the exposure to Odell Beckham, then it's go ahead and get him listed. And like it, if you're trying to list it, you can you know kind of go to eBay, look at the sold items, or you can come and get access to our web app here. And if you have graded cards, get a quick idea of their trend. You can see the the negative trend down in all of Odell's cards but he's getting close to coming back there's some teams that need that wide receiver talent like the Packers or the Cowboys with Jerry Jones mentioning his name in an interview this morning um let's go I, I I'm just I'm I, I will say this about Odell Beckham and this is always going to be true this is one of the biggest celebrities on the planet he just had his 30th birthday I see a photo of him and all these celebrities Kylie Jenner's there, Justin Bieber's there, and I'm just going to throw it out there. One of Odell's good friends is Michael Rubin, the guy that you know is going to run this hobby for in, in the near future. So I, I'm I'm just saying Odell's prices don't reflect his actual celebrity, but if he goes to the Cowboys, the biggest brand in the NFL, the biggest star receiver just in terms of celebrity, knowing what Odell did in last year's Super Bowl run. I would, if you're holding on to some Odell, you might have forgotten that you have some of his rookie cards in the, in his collection. Be ready because th this is about to happen. Absolutely, and and you know what's cool is we saw a vintage Dak Prescott performance uh, last week. Well, they're on by this past week, but the week before against Chicago. So it is exciting, man. It is exciting. You've had a QB four finish. You know you've got uh, one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, in Dallas, you got the biggest market, and then you add in that fame and stardom from Odell Beckham. I mean, that's dude, that's a beautiful recipe for. I mean, an instant double up on based on what his current cards are trading at. So before we get into hobby tip of the week and plays of the week, we want to remind people fantasy football card quest network, check out all of Andy's videos. And if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash football cards, 
get something from Andy called the hype index. I look at it every week. Uh, it just gives you an idea of what football cards are actually doing, what the player's popularity um, actually is. It's very interesting data. Make sure you check it out. And I actually have been following um, just different eBay sales data, football Twitter accounts. It is interesting, Andy, because the way I look at it is just overall sales data is down. Would you would you agree with that as far as like just the amount of cards being sold, or do you think it's been relatively steady? I think it's been relatively steady. I, I, I'll say what I do see, and maybe this is um, why that's portrayed maybe on the main um, card Twitter accounts, is because I don't see as many – Five, ten, fifteen thousand dollar national treasures RPA purchases. Um, if I were to go and look, like look at Jalen Hurts, for example, and look and sort sold items and go highest to lowest and look at the most expensive cards sold recently, like yeah, there's one that's um, number two out of two auto that was a PSA 10 that sold for like five grand in the past couple weeks. But other than that, like I have got to go back to before the season to find a lot of the really big high dollar cards sold. And, that, and that's kind of reflected across the board. I'm not seeing like, for example, the Patrick Mahomes silver prism PSA 10. That's still like it's selling, but that's now a $4,500 to $5,000 card compared to where it was in the playoff time period, even though he's winning games through for 68 times uh, Sunday night football led to a nice win against the Titans in overtime. But the thing is like, it's just a new kind of normal for cards like that. You know, um, I'm not seeing people just pay these crazy amounts of money for cards that probably shouldn't have warranted it in the first place. Yeah. You know, one thing is interesting. So um, I, I'm looking at this chart here. I'll send it to you and um, we might be able to put it on the screen here. Um, so I follow this account named uh, triple E uh, sports cards. And he, he shared that, um, Monday's volume was down 40% from the previous Monday. All four sports set a one-year low for number of cards sold in a day. Um, it's very interesting, once again, if this data is accurate. I'm pretty sure it is. I, I've been following this guy for a little bit now. And the one thing I, I think, Andy, that that is happening as far as like cards are concerned, once again, you know, the economy, there's all those different factors. I have noticed myself – Right. Obviously, I'm getting ready for you know a very important real life event, which is a wedding. So it's a little bit different for me. Um, but I, I do think people are more selective. And you know, my hobby tip of the week here, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and spoil it, and we'll, we'll just kind of chat about it here. Is the one thing I, if you were to never listen to another episode of the show again, the one thing I have harshly learned is it is so much harder to sell a card than buy a card. And I, I'm just going to let that be my hobby tip of the week again here, Andy. I know you've heard me say this a thousand times now, but I, when I look at stuff like this and just when I see, you know, part of the reason why we started the serial number debate today is that I do think it adds something to a card that does make that card more sellable. And I personally with trades and whatnot have had more success with, serial numbered cards i just have just because of the rarity factor it does help it stand out andy it's just so much harder to sell the boom has kind of worn off a little bit um i do think the hobby might have shrunk uh a, a little bit uh not not as much as people put it out to be in all these doomsday well uh football cards is bad or whatever but i my hobby tip of the week is just gonna you know that number one thing that I learned a very harsh lesson after about one year in, I was like, guys, it's just so much harder to sell a card than buy a card. Looking at a chart like this just lets me know that is still the case. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you're, you're onto, onto something there. And I think that there's a variety of factors that play into this, like, you know, more selectiveness in, and you think about it, not everybody and their brother are seeing that you can just buy a base Donner's base prism base card and flip it for money if the player does well, right? You've got to be more selected, you've got to be more intelligent, and you've got to kind of target that uh, hobby sweet spot that we talk about a lot of times. And one of those power ups 
or, or value added items that we're talking about adding to a card is the serial number or the autograph or things like the brand recognition, whether it's national treasures or flawless or immaculate or prism or rated rookie, you know, massive brand recognition. And so people are being more selective in the cards that they buy. And so therefore that means they're not buying as many, right? I, I know for my, myself, for example, if I were to compare my purchasing decisions today compared to a year ago, I'm more confident in the cards that I'm buying because I just have that much more uh, market knowledge and experience. And I already, and I have so many of those base cards in my collection. So I am being more selective. The decisions I'm making are, are um, like bigger, they're bigger purchases, but not crazy big, right? But a little bit bigger purchases and, and a more rare card or targeting the grade if it is, you know, uh, Jalen Hurts, Prism, I want to get a PSA 10 of it and and secure that version of the card. So I just think, yeah, there's a combination of, of selectiveness. And we're kind of, like you said, we're in that period where we're entering the holidays. Um, and from a uh, macroeconomic standpoint, there still is very much a conversation of infl- inflation, elections, uh, and all this stuff going on. And I'm sure people are going to be spending money to travel for the holidays and buy gifts and experiences and all this other stuff as well. And the, and the hobby probably has shrunk a little bit. So there's a combination of stuff going on there. All right. That's my hobby tip of the week, Andy. And yours? <laughs> hey, uh, my hobby tip of the week is a pretty inch, uh, pretty basic one. But if you're not familiar, they make different sizes of one touches. We had this conversation last week. And if you've got an RPA, your chances are you're not going to be able to fit it into a standard one touch. And if you ever wondered what the point sizes mean, the PT, that stands for the millimeter thickness of a card. So here I've got a, um, this is a third, wait, which one is, this is a 130 PT card and this is a 75 PT one, one touch case. I mean, and, and so this one will hold your really thick, uh, chonky RPAs, and then this one will hold like the thick Origins or like a, a thick Optic card or some of the thinner RPAs and patch cards. So just just be aware that, you know, that's what the PT stands for. A lot of people don't know. I didn't know that until not that long ago. Yeah, I learned that by going to an LCS. I'm, I'm telling you, if you do rip a lot of prod, product, the worst thing on the planet Earth is – to rip a really nice thick RPA, but not have the top loaders and not have the one touches that are needed to properly store that card. It it happens a little bit more than you think it does. And let's say you live in a rural area and there's not an LCS that can handle that. You can't just go to Walmart and, and get them because the they mostly just sell the the smallest point size the the 70 point one touches so i it is very important to have the right thickness of 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 product especially if you're ripping right or if you buy a thick card and it gets shipped to you let's say they ship it to you in a top loader that um has like scratches on it or it has a a sticker on it you don't have another top loader that card is just going to sit in that nasty top loader right Make sure you have the proper products if uh, you get ready because Andy, you, they, I'm telling you, it's the worst. I, I've heard many horror stories. It is the absolute worst. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you definitely – the last thing you want to do is damage one of your prized possessions like that. Now we get into play of the week here. I'm telling you, in the outtakes, I uh, go crazy over this one thing. And it, this is the one card that I want, Okay. It is the Jamar Chase Zebra print card, okay? That is the only card that I've ever wanted as far as like – and Andy, you know how I am. I'm not like a big parallel guy. I'm, I'm a little bit more of a very selective uh, patch card kind of guy. And I have gotten an update from someone that I trust who would know. Uh, there you go. It's the card right there. Okay. My play of the week – is selfish somebody find this card and let me know okay that is what i want everyone to do because andy you know i've been dying to see this card actually surface so my buddy mint condition who is a big lsu collector 
He is the expert when it comes to just anything Joe Burrow or Jamar Chase. He has confirmed to me that he has seen the card ripped in a break. Um, so, yeah, I it, it does exist. I You go on eBay, you just see a bunch of zebra prints. Um, so, yeah, Minton Parker is two of the smartest guys I know in this hobby, uh, especially when it comes to SEC players. They, um, man, I saw one get pulled for someone in a break. I would do anything to just hold this card, see this card, potentially buy this card. Um, so, yeah, Andy, you know I've been looking for this. I, I, I would love, love, love to have this card in my collection. Hmm. Yeah, you know, another interesting I, – I, I really hope someone does find this for you. And I, your, your comment here from me kind of made me think about, you know, this. If, if there's fewer – uh, breakers as well with so much product in in uh, hobby boxes so many cards in hobby boxes maybe that leads to a, a small decrease in just sheer amount of cards sold because i don't know what that guy's you know data cultivation tool looks like from ebay but a lot of those listings on ebay's are break hobby breaking listings and stuff right. that are listed as cards so that's just something interesting that kind of popped into mind there. But I, I really hope we do find this card. I want to see a video of it. I got to see how it reflects and refracts and got to kind of tilt it back and forth so you get, get the full experience. So scroll up, up with that person. scroll up a little bit so so people could see this card again. It's just, it's just the most beautiful thing, man, just the way that that – because a lot of these parallels don't really match. I'll never – I mean, goodness. Look at it. Look at it. Huh? 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 That is the coolest card. It really is. The gloves, everything just mad. The aesthetic. Mm. That is the most beautiful, like, parallel I've ever seen. So I would love, love, love one day to to own a copy and uh, never uh, have it never leave my collection. I'm willing to sell out of my collection uh, to, 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 to own this card. Uh, but, yeah, it's absolutely crazy. But – for for me, Andy, I, I I I do I do have a play of the week, and it actually is this guy right here, Traylon Burks. I I still believe in him. I really do. I know he's been hurt, um, and uh, it's it's nuts, man. Like you still get an auto for like, obviously that's a college uni, ten fifteen bucks. I still think Traylon Burks is going to be a really special player. I know the Titans are getting destroyed for letting AJ Brown go. That that move does look really bad in retrospect. Um, you know, there was a piece of me that, that, that was going to let me know, or there was a piece of me telling me, Hey, the Justin Jefferson, Stefan Diggs thing is going to happen again, where Diggs moves on, becomes an even be- better player with the bills. But you know, the, the Vikings drafted Justin Jefferson, it worked out perfectly for both parties. I thought this was what's going to happen with the AJ Brown and Traylon Burks thing, but Burks obviously has been hurt and AJ Brown is still a top five receiver in this league. So be on the lookout, Traylon Burks. I, I still think he's going to be a really good receiver in the NFL, and uh, obviously, a lot of his product is, is 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 starting to come out. Yeah, man, and it's really cheap when I compare this to the rest of the draft class. Whether you want to look at Olave, Garrett Wilson, or you want to look at guys that are less hyped up, like uh, like a Sky Moore or Christian Watson or something like that, you know, and his prices are very good very good right now and his snap share was starting to climb carter right before he got hurt tennessee is still leading the afc south you know they they took the chiefs to the overtime so it's not like a team that has you know no game i mean they're they're a good team they got great coaching they're they may be run first with derrick henry and ryan Tannehill battling his own injuries right now but maybe that's a perfect storm to buy Traylon Burks now for a dis- late December like playoff push hey let's get this guy featured he's healthy we got to start throwing it more because we're getting these shootout scenarios because their defensive secondary is kind of like Swiss cheese they're they're not great so I think that you know a lot of what holds that defense together is coaching and, and scheming and stuff so I think that Traylon Burks is a great play right now Carter I love it all right Andy your play of the week let's see it yeah, man. So I, I love the, the targeting guys that are injured right now that are very young like this, that are potentially making comebacks. So um, I'm I'm very curious to see like what what are what is going on with Saquon Barkley cards right now, because he came off a of bye week. But before that, they lost and he wasn't quite being 
used as the focal point. Like he's still the focal point, but he didn't have those monster breakout games. And he's obviously close to the top of the hype index. He's having a lot of sold volume and the, the, uh, the giants are right in the thick of it in the NFC East. So I don't know. I, I think it's, it's a really interesting quick flip scenario. Like maybe find something in auction that's ending that you can potentially get in on like something like this. 2018 contenders, draft class, Saquon, rookie ticket auto, 46 out of 49, Ooh. currently $56. Like, I have a feeling with only four bids, like an opportunity like this could be very advantageous to get in on for a flip in, in the coming weeks. So that's kind of like my thought process of, of trying to target guys right now. And so I'd even look at guys that are going on bye week this week. You have the Baltimore Ravens, for example, going on bye week this week. Um, and you could potentially target Lamar cards throughout this week. Maybe Isaiah likely if Mark Andrews is going to miss extended time. So those are the kind of things I'm looking at right now. Carter playing a, um, a week out and Saquon Barkley just kind of jumped off the bat at me as a guy that's kind of dipped the past few weeks that also is coming off a bye week and um, is definitely going to, you know, have more spike games this year as the clear focal point of that team. I love it. Saquon's also a star. He's got a little bit of star quality. And it's kind of it's kind of funny like how his career is kind of parallel to Odell Beckham a little bit, like superstar rookie for the Giants, lots of injuries, but transcendent generational talent. Like it's still crazy when you go look at the Odell numbers. Like his start to his career was better than both of Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Which is nuts. Like, I, I, it literally is mind-numbingly crazy that that's true. And Saquon's numbers are truly insane when he's been healthy. And it's the you know the volatile world that we live in of running back and and wide receiver cards. So I, I freaking love it, Andy, and I freaking love you, man. Another awesome episode of the pod, baby. Let's go. Yeah, man. Another awesome episode. Hey, and ultimately, Carter, it's a plus EV. You know, it, uh, I'm sure you've heard the term plus EV in yeah. fantasy football, NFL betting. It's just expected value and like making plays that are, you know, going to make you money over the course of the season. And investing in a guy like Saquon is going to make you money over the long run because he's got a lot more hype spike opportunities. And it's like, why buy a Bailey Zappi or a Sam Ellinger card when you can come and buy a Saquon and just capitalize on a future hype spike? You know, that's so once, TV. So once again, I'm looking for Jamar Chase Zebra print and Jeff Saturday cards. It's all like those are the only two players I care about. I don't care about anybody else in the NFL other than those two players. One more thing on the serial number thing, right? Um, because you know, we started the episode with that. I, I will I will say this, right? Last year I got a Joe Burrow rookie on card auto serial numbered match card for $310. I think that was it. Or it's $350, excuse me. Uh, and I got it on Christmas Day. So, you know, actually, excuse me, I got it on Thanksgiving and I sold it, you know, when he made the playoff run. Holiday season is coming up and people still list auction prices at bad times. And... This person listed – it was Thanksgiving. My mind is jumbled. But this card ended at 3 p.m. on a holiday, okay? So this is, you know, very important. All those factors, you know, made it very easy for me to, you know, bid on the card and get it for whatever the final price was. But, Andy, the holiday season is coming up. People still don't list cards properly. They have bad ending times. That – Telltale, very important piece of advice you always tell people, keep an eye out for when a card ends because you can get some flat-out freaking steals. Yeah, it was this time last year that I saw a rookie ticket auto, A.J. Brown, end for $10 in an auction on a Wednesday morning. So <laughs> watch out, guys. You know, Watch out those guys that are just not spiking right now and on the hype index – that uh, people are still sending those cards to auction during the week, and they're just such an easy snipe to then flip for a nice profit down the road. And we'll see you next week, baby. Peace. Boom. Peace.
Get out. Where'd you go, man? Oh, there you are. There you are. I'm right here. Huh? 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 Can't guard Mike. I know. Dude. I know. That's why I'm wearing his shirt. Trying to trying to uh, send some positive vibes to his to him. Get him get him healthy. No, the opposite, because it'll be the last time I wear the shirt on this channel. Huh? 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 <laughs> Glad I sold all his cards. Let me see. Does it look okay? Uh, it's hard for me to tell unless you're sitting down. Because then when you sit down, it, it you know. I'm going to move it this way. I like how you change the jersey each week. You got a new jersey up there. Yeah, well, That's I wanted cool. to show some love to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, for the year that they've had. Look at this. Also, my fancy camera decided to just stop working right before this. So what? You get you get standard definition me. Also, um so we didn't chat at all during the weekend. Did you did you know I went to the game this weekend? Dude, you went to the game, you guys beat Alabama? Can you believe that? So Friday, were you going were you going crazy? <laughs> like what yeah, was that so, like? So Friday night, I got a uh, uh, an email from someone that watches the channel, and like he was like, "Hey, if you're in town, we really want you to come to our tailgate, right?" So I said, "Okay, cool. Uh, I probably won't just go to the game just to go tailgate." And he uh, and he's really really cool dude. And then he said, "Hey, my wife, she loves your channel." I love your channel. We have 50-yard line seats. We want to give them to you. And didn't ask for anything in return. And uh, I went down there and obviously ended up being the most epic game of the college football season. Crazy, man. It's crazy. So um, I'm not going to I'm still sore. I actually went on the field after the game, um, <laughs> partially because that was the fastest way to get out of that stadium. Um Plus the person I was with uh, that I took to the game uh, also wanted to go. And as I was leaping over the thing, someone's leg uh, swiped mine out and I landed hard on my shoulder. Uh, and Ooh. well, I'm fine. I, it's totally worth it. But like, I am still so freaking tired. Like, I don't know if I can go to games anymore. Like it is, it was nuts. So you, you know, I could do a post-game show. So I left all these people. My phone died. And I get home to do a post-game show. And we did it just all night long. It was just crazy. But, man, it's just it's just nuts. And then, obviously, last night, the Saints are the worst team in the NFL. Or one of the worst teams in the NFL. And um, that's how it is, man. That's uh, that's it's, The LSU and Saints can never, like, just be good at the same time, obviously. Yeah, line uh, up. <laughs> but no, it's it's interesting. I went down there and uh, I didn't get to meet any of my football card buddies that live in Baton Rouge. I still haven't gotten to meet them. Um, but it, it, it it's so interesting because like I was keeping up with the NFL on Sunday, watching the NFL on Sunday, and I'm just so enamored by so many different storylines this year in the league. And uh, it's nuts. It's like Zach Wilson's winning a ton of games, but he sucks. And it's just, it's just nuts. How was your weekend? How was, how's life? Oh, dude, fantastic. I'm, I'm doing fantastic, man. As mm. my dad likes to say, finer than frog's hair. Mm. So we got a Bucks win. Um, I, I finished top 15 in a 20,000 person DraftKings tournament. So uh -huh. I cashed out a few hundred dollars there. Guess who my QB was? Oh, I got it. Well, no, 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 no. Let me guess it. Who who went off this weekend? Oh, Jalen Hurts. No, this was a Sunday main slate only. Oh, Sunday tournament. main slate only. Yeah. Um, I don't know who was it. Justin Fields, baby. What a legend! Hundred seventy-eight yards legend. on the ground, three touchdowns through the air. I mean, just when you thought, like, you know, I mean, he is. He's just been balling out the last few weeks, and uh, looks like the best guy from that class, man. And, you, and you've been saying that since day one. You've been saying that since last year when we were doing this show. Yeah, I think, um, I think for me, Andy, when it comes to him, 
I just like I know like a lot of people are saying, well, what about you know the long term with Justin Fields and and all of that? The simple truth is this, and he is a quarterback in Chicago, right? Chicago. They've never had an elite quarterback ever. So that was part of the reason why I was saying bias cards, right? Because if he does pop off, it is going to be truly insane. And honestly, you know, the jury's still out on him. Like, there's all these different advanced stats saying he takes too many sacks or he doesn't throw people open. But could you imagine if he had, like, decent receivers? Um, it, it, it's truly crazy. And he's got a defensive head coach. And, um, you know, just going back and forth with, with, with Tua. And, man, Justin looks good. He looks really good. And I think they're going to build around him. Uh, they sold off Ro- Roquan Smith. That was a really good move. I had to get some capital back. And, man, if they if they get a big receiver, watch out. I know they got Claypool, but that's nothing. Um, and I, I'm interested. Did, did, I'm, I'm sure Chase Claypool card's got a bump, uh, especially after this weekend that uh, the Bears are looking like, okay. They, they did get a bump. You know, it's interesting. A lot of times we see the bump uh, is higher from the actual trade news than it is from the initial performance. So he's kind of cooling off, right? Because the spotlight was on Fields and and then Cole Komet and then Darnell Mooney were the big, you know, big players from that game. Um, I have to look at what the actual, you know, box score was. I, I, I don't think Claypool was on the field that much, like a, a little bit, but not – I think he got a couple targets, but it was nothing significant. So, you know, his market will kind of level out and then it'll, it'll, um, you know, reset itself based on how his performance actually shakes out. But that initial spike from the trade news is like this. And then it's like, okay, well, he's not all of, all of a sudden becoming like this crazy dominant alpha wide receiver in their offense. And so it settles out and then goes up or down based on the actual performance. Uh, uh, so yeah, Claypool got one catch or actually took a carry one carry for four yards. And then he also had, he actually got six targets, but only caught two of them for 13 yards. So and, and crazy. No I was shocked. I was shocked. He got six. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Didn't see, it didn't seem like he was out there much, but yeah, he must've had a pretty healthy snap share. So let's do this as a general topic. Are you only buying serial numbered cards? The one because I like the the um, the power up conversation. Like I did this video one time where it was like basically the there's different power ups that you can give a, a base card that make it something more, and it's the serial number, autograph, RC shield, and then like color match and or team aesthetics appeal kind of kind of thing and then i also had in there the grade like slab versus no slab is one of them and then horizontal versus vertical format which we hit on last week is one of them like all those kind of variables so i love the serial number conversation because i i did have this one question from a guy uh which was why do some cards that aren't serial numbered sell for more than cards that are serial numbered and then so I asked him for more specifics, and he was specifically referencing a die-cut Christian McCaffrey rookie card that he had and w- and was wondering why it wasn't selling for as much as the, the, the um, uh, regular select. Prism. Yeah, select prism that yeah. was non-serial numbered. So I was kind of explaining to him, well, you know, there's this die-cut's just not quite as popular and – can I, can I ask you a quick question? Has yeah. has any Jamar Chase zebra print surfaced? I was actually just thinking that as we're as we were talking through this point, I got to look now because I don't know. I haven't not looked for the the Jamar Chase zebra prints in a few weeks. Was that? Let's check it out. The one that was on the mockups has not been certain. I've not seen it. You've got that saved as a search. I'm guessing. No, I, I I don't actually like. I have some other things like saved as a as a search right now, but it's fucking insane that I can't. 
there's those same uh, ones, the phenomenon here. Let me share my screen because there's the phenomenon. No, yeah, I'm, the I'm looking at it too. It's not yeah. the card that, I, that like I have some stuff like saved up here, but like it's nowhere. And this is the time to to uh, buy Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, was that car just a mock up? <laughs> There's no way it's got to. There's be real no car. way that would have pissed, dude. I swear, dude, I will go scorched earth. Well, because- I mean, you think about it, right? If if guys are buying into breaks, trying to chase that card, and they're paying up for Jamar Chase or maybe the Bengals. Uh, probably just Jamar Chase, you know, it's like, who else are you going to b- buy from the Bengals in that class? But um, then they're probably stashing that in their collection or it's going on their wall and they're never moving that card, especially with the new uniforms. So maybe that's what happened and we just haven't seen it. We we just missed it or something. I, I'm sorry. That's not, um, that can't be it because, <laughs> because that card was pretty visible. It was on like every, uh, I've not seen a single one on eBay. Now, I don't check as much as I should. Part of that is because I know I'd, I'd do an impulse buy, but... Um, Cancel the I, wedding, honey. I gotta get this. I, I know. I know. It's 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 nuts. Like, you see the other, like, zebra print in that, like, 2021 set, but the, I've not seen one. Mm, that's so sick, too. There was a someone got a really good deal on that ETN man. He's he's blowing up. Where okay? Where's? See if I saved the uh, actual. No, I didn't. Um, select twenty twenty one. It would be uh, on here. Like I've just typed in. Uh, 2021 select field level zebra print and uh, and searched sold items. Highest to lowest. I mean, it would be on here as the highest, you know. Yeah, I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find an image of the one that I'm looking for. Yeah, we could probably find it on like Blowout or Steel City. Steel City. I'm so dude. This it's crazy. I've I just want to see one. I okay. Here we go. I found the. uh, Here we go. I'm just going to do 2021 select Jamar Chase and look at sold items and go highest to lowest and see. There's an SSP Tiger Stripe. There's a orange and black, but that's also Premier, not field level. So that's also something interesting. Like There's very few field level Jamar Chase cards. There's one. There's a blue out of 49 from the 22nd that sold for a few hundred. So you can only imagine what that. I mean, there's that die cut. There's that. That's the one that uh, that that Chris K had. That, he should. He, should, he got. Uh, uh, this one sold for three hundred. Unbelievable. So it's not bad. I mean, about two fifty. There's another one that was best offer accepted at two fifty. There's the club level. But yeah, I mean, it hasn't surfaced yet. It has so hey, high likelihood they're in packs because it's supposed to be a case hit. And with a guy with first round draft capital like Jamar Chase, and you know, clearly just breaking out at such a high level in his rookie year, I mean, you would think that he got the maximum print run on that thing. Like it's supposed to be a case hit, but they they estimate that about fifty. So the fact that there should be about 50 out there, I don't know. So there's got to be at least one Carter on someone's wall or in someone's uh, vault, or maybe they sent it to PSA. Maybe they uh, sent it to PSA, SGC, BGS. It would look good in SGC slap too. So maybe it's at a grading company. Maybe it's on a wall. Maybe it's in a case, a safety deposit box. Maybe there's a couple still in packs, hobby boxes out there, because you can only get it in the hobby box. It's not gonna be get, it's not gonna be had out of a, a out of a Walmart or Target box. Someone would have flexed it by now. Somebody. I just want to see it. I want to. I want to see one. I'm tired of seeing the die cut 
it's such a cool card. It is the coolest jersey match, color match, sweetest card I've ever seen produced. It's sweet, man. Yeah, and if I was a collector, I'd be trying to get the whole the whole crew, man, in the veteran cards. I'd be trying to get all those guys, you know, Burrow, the mix in the Boyd. The Hayden Hurst, the T. Higgins. I'd be trying to get all those guys in that black and white zebra print. That would be a really cool set to display. But just the way that the the aesthetic of the card is just perfect. Because the thing about like that the select field level is that it's 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 a card hard to it's a card hard. It's a hard card to center, right? They people always talk about the centering. Uh, on with all the waves and stuff like that, that's just my favorite like card. Period. So look, there's the uh, blue out of forty nine. Yeah, Let's check my internet connection here. Yeah, my my dude, my internet just all of a sudden like. I know what it is. I already know what it is. What's going on? Is this me or is this eBay? I mean, we're we're connected fine here. Uh, Good, I guess uh, it's going now. Must so have been card, here. So I, t- I, I tag. I'd never ca- tag card purchaser on anything on Twitter. Yeah. But I I tagged him and he just retweeted, uh, my Jamar Chase inquiry. Help us hunt that bad boy down. Yeah, uh, card purchaser is a man. Yeah, he's, he's I've, well I've, connected. I've 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 got to. Do, I just want to see if there if someone has seen it. I just want to <laughs> see it. Yeah, if there's if there's someone out there that's pulled that, we we need to get them on the show asap. Hard people can sort out wedding drama. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Ah! All right, I'll I'm, call you I'm back. Married, but I didn't I didn't do a whole lot to. Help plan the wedding. I was a minimal participant. Well, he's done. He's done very little as well. By the way, Carter, did you ever hear back from the DJ? Uh, no. So we need to look for another DJ, I guess. Potentially. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and start getting that ball rolling. All right, lay you back. Check this out, man. Got a leaf bang, leaf bang set coming out. Check this out, leaf bang. 2023 buyback editions. What the heck is bang? There's no there's no artist proofs or anything. It's just a bunch of leaf bang. Mm. One card per box. Look for one buyback. That's like your one out of one Drew Brees that you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just buy, that was yeah. a buyback. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, today we'll talk about are you buying serial numbered cards? We'll talk some uh, what we normally do. And then hobby tip of the week, play of the week. And there we go. Sounds good, man. Pro set, leaf draft. Just seeing if there's any new dates. Absolute. There's your kabooms, 2022 kabooms coming out December 2nd from Absolute. Leaf bang, hidden treasures, mosaic. There's a date for 2022 mosaic, December 30th. Oh, December 30th. Right before New Year's Eve. Great. Yeah, which is which is strange, which typically means Donruss. Yep, there's your date for Donruss, February 8th. So they're right on track again to release Prism Select Optic next summer, just like they did this year. All right. All right, well, we'll, we'll, we'll let's get this ball rolling before I, before I go crazy over this Jamar Chase stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm so mad about this. Um. Hang in there, man. Hang in there, man. We'll we'll find it. We'll find you one. Well, look, look at this. This uh, look, look at this one. I'll post it in the chat. That one's kind of strange. Oh, wow. oh, there's an auto on this one. You can hardly see it. It's one of those cards from like the National or something. Yeah, yeah, 2022. Look at that. Acetate. It looks like an acetate finish, doesn't it? Yeah. Look at that. And it's got a rookie card. It's got a cool card right there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty All cool. Right. All right. Well, we're ready to go.
Yeah. Oh, that's a one of one too. Yeah. Six K. Oh, okay. Six K for sale. Ugh. All right. Well, let me know when you're All ready. Right. I am. Ready. Bomb football cards collecting and investing.